different time, a few times, which I really do enjoy, but you have to be on high alert. According to my parents, my sister and I used to just kind of sit and like play on our own. Like I used to have a little train set and I used to sit and I was no trouble. She could just kind of leave me to it and get on with washing up. But this toddler, hey, he, he loves to run, he loves to climb, he loves to throw himself off stuff. 15 seconds looking the wrong way could have quite severe consequences, as I've nearly, nearly found out. But even though it's very stressful, I really do enjoy looking after him. And, and it's a joy seeing him in situations that he's really happy. He gets really upset when he's trapped inside in a small room, when he's put in his high chair or he has to go for a long car journey. He loves to run around. He loves to explore. It's where he's most happy. It's where he belongs. And I give these examples of the cars and of H um, because we also, as people, as creations of God, have a truest form or environment as well, and that's worship. Singing God's praise, lifting our eyes up to see God's greatness and bowing down in humble submission before him. That's our natural environment. It's who we are. It's what we've made to do. We are designed to worship and praise God. A valid question might be to then ask, why is God a little bit egotistical, you know, making this creation for the sole purpose of them to worship him? And it's a question that I've been asked a few times and I've wondered myself. But the thing we need to remember is that God doesn't actually need our praise. He he doesn't need affirmation like we do. He's completely self-sufficient in every way. God made us, he made humanity in his love with full knowledge that we as his people would hold up fists of defiance and reject him. He then, knowing what he would have to do, he knew he would have to send his only son to be humbled, mocked, beaten and brutally murdered. For us. For us. An egotistical God wouldn't have dared make, made humanity knowing how much his ego ego would suffer as a result. God's purpose in creating us was to give us life, love, and joy. His purpose in creating us was so that we could share in his glory. Also, Romans 8, 17, that we might be glorified with him. He calls us to worship, not to feed his ego, um, but that we may be fulfilled. We sing God's praise because God deserves it, because it's what we are meant to do, and because God ultimately wants us to share in his glory. We also know that heaven will be perfect, where we'll be our most complete selves in heaven. And Revelation 19 gives this glimpse of heaven, where the multitudes of people will be singing God's praise. So singing songs of worship together is quite literally a glimpse of perfection, a glimpse of heaven. Like a supercar on a nice open road. You know, we are in our most natural environment, truest to our purpose, when we are together singing songs of praise and worshipping God. There are, of course, as we've been looking at in the last few weeks, lots of different ways of worshipping. But the, the most prominent one in our reading today is, of course, singing. And Psalm 95 gives us some great points that we can, we can praise him for in song. Great ways of looking up, raising our eyes up and giving him praise. Look at verse 1. God is the rock of our salvation. Notice the use of words. The rock. Rock with a capital. God was and is now through Jesus the one and only steadfast source of our salvation. The only one 
immovable source of our everlasting life. Jesus, through his sacrifice, when he died on the cross to forgive our sins, in the rock of our salvation, through communion we can remember this, and through song we can lift up our eyes and give him thanks. Great thing to remember and sing back to God. Look at verse 3. The Lord is great and above all other gods. Nothing in this world is greater than God. Nothing in this world is greater than God. Nothing can complete us like he can. No one can ever stand against him. Something else that's definitely worth remembering and singing. Look at verse 4 and 5. How they go on to unpack his sovereignty. How he's in control of everything. Everything we see is made by him. God is the source of all creation, sustainer of everything and above all else. And he's unconditionally loved us to the point of death on the cross. In natural response, we sing songs of worship. You might recognize some of these lyrics from well-known songs that we sing together. Great are you, Lord. Above all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all created things. You are worthy, Lord of all. Christ be magnified. Indescribable, uncontainable. You place the stars in the sky and you know them by name. So when we sing, we lift up our eyes. We focus on all that he is and all that he has done and rightly praise him for it. And there we do not only fulfill our purpose and calling from God, from God, like a Land Rover on a green lane, like everything falls into its rightful place and we find wholeness in ourselves. And we also, through singing, can bow down before God. Again, like how when we lift up our eyes to bring God praise, we restore a natural order of things when we bow down before him. Look at verse 6. Come, let us bow down In worship, let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Look at verse 7, which goes on to say that we are the flock under his care and the people of his pasture. This reminds me so strongly of Psalm 23. The Lord is our shepherd. He looks after us. He protects us. He leads us in the right way. And it also points forward to Matthew 9, 36. When Jesus looked out on the crowds, the Bible says that he had compassion on them. For they were helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Has anyone watched Shaun the Sheep? Anyone? Yeah, a few people have watched Shaun the Sheep. TV program for children. A useless shepherd where, the, where Shaun the Sheep had to sort out all of the problems. Well, I don't want to burst your bubble, but Shaun the Sheep's not a reality. Shaun the Sheep's not a reality. Sheep are in need of a shepherd. They need looking after They need someone to follow. They need feeding. A sheep on its own is a lost sheep. And we are lost sheep without Jesus as our shepherd. We may not know it now, but it's it's reality. We need him. We again will find wholeness under his provision and care. But we need to choose to follow him and choose to submit to him. Submit to his lead. He is the good shepherd And he will faithfully take care of his sheep, but we need to choose to make that decision, to follow him and submit to him. Not only is it good for us to be under his provision, God gave us, God gave everything for us when he died on the cross. And then he calls us to follow him. A natural and very reasonable response, I think. And it's something that we can also do through song. 
we can make that rededication, say, God, I'm going to follow you through song lyrics like these. Tom Smith wrote, I pour out my heart and I lay down my life. God, I give my all to you. Phil Wickham, he wore my sin. I'll gladly wear his name. And Matt Redman, I will offer up my life in spirit and truth, pouring out the oil of love as my worship to you. We sing to look up at God. We sing to raise our eyes, to bring him praise, remember his greatness and to honour his name. And we sing to bow down in humble submission to him as an appropriate response to his love, power and provision. And through this we find wholeness and truth in ourselves. Like H playing outside, running around on an open field. Well, to make this, this talk a little bit more practical um, and, and to give a break from my voice, we're now going to hear from some of our young people. Um, I've prepped uh, three of our young people who are going to make their way to the front now. There's your prompt. Um, to think of a song that means a lot to them. And they're going to share what the song is and what it is about that song um, that they find helpful. Um, so the song I chose was This I Believe by Hillsong Worship. And it helps me to draw closer to God and to encounter the Holy Spirit. Uh, my favourite song is Only Jesus by Casting Crowns. It's about not dwelling on your earthly achievements, but living your life for God. Uh, I listen to this song when I'm down and it reminds me that nothing is more important than the kingdom of God and that we should focus our efforts on spreading his word rather than the earthly achievements, letting God bring purpose to our lives. So my favourite song is Oceans by Hillsong and it reminds me that God is always there to lead the way. Brilliant, thank you guys. If those songs sounded interesting to you, go up to them at the end, ask them what the name of the song was again so you can write it down so you can listen to it for yourself. But what's your favourite song at the moment? What are the songs that you think, yeah, I, I, that, that song really helps me encounter God because of this or these kind of songs really help me? Remember those songs, think about it, add them to your playlist or look out the CDs, whatever, whatever you whatever you need to do. So when we sing, we sing to honour God's name, to lift up his praise and also to bow down before him. So when stuff in our life is good, we can sing songs of thanksgiving and remember that all good things come from God. When stuff in our life is hard, again, we can sing songs of God's goodness, praising him and also reminding ourselves of these really important and great truths. And in all circumstances, we can recognize all that God has done for us and our need for his provision and sing songs that, that help us and remind us to bow down before him, to submit to his lead. So I'll encourage you to put on your worship playlist this week, sing when appropriate, maybe not in every situation, but certainly when we meet together, raise up our voices together and sing. So our last few songs, we're going to sing Surrender, Man of Sorrows and How Great Is Our God. And I'd encourage you to use these songs. Use these songs now. Surrender is all about surrendering to God. The clues in the name. Man of Sorrows goes through all of the, the amazing things God has done for us and helps us to respond. And how great is our God simply helps us to lift up our eyes and praise God for who he is and all he's done.